Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. everybody, it's Adam. I am by myself in my office today, but I'm very, very excited to say that on the phone with me is once again Robin Witten from Audiophile Magazine. Uh, she actually started Audiophile Magazine back in 1992, and all these years later she's been covering and giving awesome information about the audiobook world, and audiobooks continue to be massively popular digital audiobooks has made it easier than ever to enjoy this type of spoken word content. Um, I can attest to this not only from working at Overdrive, but also the fact that uh, when Robin was with us at the end of 2019, that was one of our most popular episodes of the year, was when we did the best audiobooks of the year. And so uh, just this week, the Audi Awards took place, and it's the biggest night in uh, audiobooks because it is all of the awards that take place. So we thought we would get a very sleep-deprived Robin back on the phone and go through some of these. So first off, Robin, thank you for finding some time for me today, even though I'm sure you are exhausted. Oh, uh, I, I'm a little tired, Adam. It was a pretty big night, but uh, it was a very fun night, and uh, the Audi Awards Gala is, uh, you know, a big deal and a great, a great evening. Yeah, so just to kind of give people a little bit of an understanding, can you sort of describe the evening a little bit? Because like you said, it's a really big deal and it's something that I don't think a ton of people quite understand just how big of an, e- an evening and an event that it is. Well, the the evening is uh, really quite spectacular in recent years. Um, it's held in New York, and uh, the last couple of years have been uh, at a uh, a venue that has uh, a red carpet. So and photographers. So all of the actors and actresses that are uh, arriving, authors, um, publishers, and everyone can have their picture taken as they arrive. Uh, oftentimes, the publishers or the actors are are photographed with uh, an author, um, someone who has worked on the book, on the audiobook. Um, it's a great evening. Uh, the entire industry uh, turns out. Um, all dressed up um, for a a really dazzling evening, but it is focused on the giving of these awards. So to help clarify for people, can you maybe give some background on how the awards are chosen? Because it's not just like one, it's not just you and Michelle Cobb over there at audio, at audio file picking and choosing. Like, can you... Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> no, first of all, Adam, it's the, the Audi Awards are given by the Audio Publishers Association. So actually, we did, Audiophile, the editors and myself, we just attend uh, because the uh, trade organization is the sponsor of the of the competition and does all the work to which is you know 
we have a fancy night, but mm-hmm. all, so much work goes in before that because there are literally um, hundreds and hundreds of submissions of audiobooks to the competition in all of uh, the categories. It's more than 20 categories. There are um, up to maybe 50 or 60, like, mysteries that are submitted in the mystery category or into the, the memoir category. Lots of entries. Fiction is a huge uh, category. <laughs> and the, the APA has to organize um, all of the judges that um, actually end up choosing the winners. And it is um, judges on different levels of, you know, round after round. So each, um, as they start, first every every audiobook is considered, and then the selections are made by a group of three judges, at least three judges in each section. Um, and then you have uh, another round of judging with new judges. <laughs> Um, who make selections, and finally, on the third round, you have three more judges who are making the selection from uh, the finalists to actually select the winner that was announced on Monday night. Man, there is so much that goes into this. It is such a cool event and such a cool evening. Actually, uh, my my uh, my coworker Lauren, who I don't think has ever been on the podcast, uh, she is an APA member, so she was there, um, and she was regaling us with tales of of her of her evening. I was uh, as a person who listens to lots of audiobooks and works in this company and has a little bit of a profile. I was openly jealous that I didn't get to go to this. I won't I won't <laughs> lie to you. <laughs> well, Lauren probably uh, tells you about all of the narrators that she met. <sighs> And the people who, you know, are only voices to you if you listen to lots of audiobooks and a name, and then suddenly they're standing, you know, in front of you. Mm-hmm. J.D. Jackson is talking to you, or Bonnie Turpin, or maybe it's Scott Brick. You know, it's really at a very exciting night. Yeah, I, I it's, she 100% did that. I will omit the names that she was gleefully telling me about, but I, uh, yeah, I had opened, I had opened disdain for her. I wasn't shy about that. But um, okay, so what we're gonna do now is, uh, I don't want to keep you forever and ever, because like I said, you are doing me a huge favor by doing this literally the week of the of the awards. So we're gonna go through some of these categories, and I will let you talk about uh, a few of these winners here, and then um, we'll just talk about maybe some. Uh, at the end, maybe some uh, some books that audiobooks that you really enjoyed that that didn't win, but were still uh, really great. There's a few of them on here that I think we talked about actually in our uh, our mutual best audiobooks of 2019. Mm-hmm. So people may be a little familiar, but we're gonna start with the I suppose granddaddy of them all. So what was the uh, audiobook of the year award winner? Well, the audiobook of of the year is the only plane the only plane in the sky by Garrett Graff and read by Holter Graham and a full cast and a full cast of I think you know uh, several dozen mm-hmm. actors participated in this uh, production and it's a very it's a an oral history of uh, 9/11. So it, it's a very serious um, and a very moving uh, audio production that has uh, taken, 
you know, uh, the author so much time to create this oral history. Um, and what's interesting is, of course, it's an oral history that was made into a printed book, and then it truly becomes an oral history when we hear it as listeners. And that's really what makes it so spectacular. Yeah, and like you said, obviously a event that so many people remember. It's one of those situations where I remember on the day of 9-11, I was in high school and a teacher told us that we would always remember exactly where we were when it happened. And then he told us about moments from his life that he remembered exactly where he was when they happened, like the JFK assassination and things. And, and sure enough, you know, all these years later, I can still remember basically every single aspect of the, the day. So that is, this is one that I hadn't listened to personally uh, last year, but it, it jumped right up to the, the top of my list as well. So yeah, that's, uh, as you mentioned, the only plane in the sky. And that, that was the audiobook of the year award. And then another one that I wanted to ask you about was the audio drama of the year, which is another really important and, and great title. Um, yes, but can I just can I just say one more small thing about the the only plane in the sky? Because I think that for lots of people, it's something like, oh, I'm not sure I want to listen to this. Mm. And I think that given this profile as audiobook of the year, and you know, it's something that has um, it is a, a it's such a big piece of our history, and it, it has been made very, very human um, because of hearing all of the accounts and the voices of uh, the people involved. Uh, but it is because Graf is, you know, a good, a really good historian. He has created a little, um, a little detachment mm. or he enables us to have a little detachment detachment which actually is what gets you what gets you through listening to something as tough as as uh, the only plane in the sky I mean it is there's a there's a compelling uh, reason to keep keep listening instead of perhaps saying oh I can't take any more of this I mean I think that there's a certain point where you you do need to take a break mm -hmm. in through this um, but it is but it is, it has a, um, a real historian's uh, touch, so, and the, having the voices with professional narrators makes it, makes it really a powerful listening experience. Yeah, that, that kind of reminds me of the way that you mentioned that. Um, there is a Broadway musical, I don't know how big of a Broadway fan you are, but there's a Broadway musical called Come From Away, which is all about the planes that during 9-11... Mm -hmm. They were uh, rerouted to mm -hmm. Gander, Newfoundland, yeah. and um, the musical is is amazing. The the and their kind of hook, sort of similar to as you mentioned, like Graf making this book approachable by making it so human. You know, come from away is this musical that uses music and some comedy to show a different side of what happened on nine eleven, but also maintains kind of the the gravitas and importance of of the day. And so I, exactly what you said. Okay. It, to approach a topic like this, sometimes you do have to find a way to make it not just so stressful and depressing and hard to get through. And right. since I, I didn't even realize I had kind of done this as a transition, I just mentioned musicals. And uh, right. the audio drama of that one was one of those as well, somewhat. 
That's right. And uh, the winner of the audio drama, Audi, is Angels in America, which is Tony Kushner's uh, prize-winning, multiple prize-winning <laughs> <laughs> uh, musical, um, which is performed by some of the members of the Broadway cast, including Andrew Garfield and Nathan Lane. Uh, and, you know, it's really, it is it is truly the full drama uh, that uh, that is presented and this is uh, we should say that it's the story uh, set in the 1980s about the gay community at at the time when AIDS was uh, the, was rampant uh, people didn't have a lot of information there was a lot of fear um, and uh, it's really an incredibly powerful uh uh, listening experience and and you know one of the best plays that's been written uh, in the last fifty years probably. Yeah, this was actually um, this was a book that I received, not the exact version, but I, I got the physical version of this. Um, I want to say actually at maybe a bookcon last year because another coworker of mine was there and she was at the um the stonewall awards and i believe that she got a copy of this book i'm trying to find the exact name while i while i talk and i'm doing a poor job of it but um yeah i again this is one that i didn't see in real time um but then when i was doing my research and saw that it is performed by andrew garfield and nathan lane and all the people from the full cast of this right. again became one that's just just skyrocketed to the top of my list. I is a must listen. Well, it's very interesting as a as an audio drama. I mean, if you listen to audio drama often, um, this includes the stage directions, mm-hmm. which is um, unusual. I think um, oftentimes when you hear uh, the recording of a play, yeah, that's not included. Um, and and I, I think I mean I think it works. Um, it's it's occasionally distracting, but you know you're you're getting everything that was written in the script. So <laughs> yeah, well, and that's that's one of the many the myriad of reasons why I I do love audiobooks. Is there's so many, especially now as they continue to get more and more popular. There's more time and money put into the production of them, and so people are getting lots of like little extras and bonuses and stuff when you do the audiobook and for me it's it's a big reason to want to read a book and then also listen to the audiobook as well kind of have like find the different little uh nuances and things it's a lot Mm -hmm. of fun absolutely um i I will mention one that we're not going to talk about it just because i feel like everyone has talked about it ad nauseum for a year now is um i we're not going to do autobiography and memoir but it was michelle obama's becoming i didn't think you and i needed to spend much time on that just because i mean it's michelle obama narrating her book and everyone loves it and has loved it so i didn't think we needed too much chatter for that one so i don't want people i didn't want people who like were aware of it of the of that and wonder why we didn't talk about it Yes, well, it was very nice to give it more recognition in mm-hmm. uh, this uh, competition of the Audi Awards because, of course, she's already run, won the Grammy. So, <laughs> you know, now she's won an Audi, and I think that's very nice. <laughs> she's she's going to I feel like they're going to run out of space on the uh, uh, the jacket cover for all the stickers that they need to add for all the various <laughs> awards. Um, all right, the next one I do want to ask you about is Best Female Narrator. 
Yes. Now, the best female narrator this year is the Marin Ireland. And for her performance in uh, Nothing to See Here, which is Kevin Wilson's really kind of crazy novel. <laughs> yes. <laughs> which you may have talked about on another podcast, mm. but uh, the not it's just um, the, the premise of the, the novel is about uh, two children who spontaneously combust uh, <laughs> when they are upset. So, I mean, it, <laughs> I, I mean, it's true. That's what happens. Uh, and But this is a fantastic book, and, mm-hmm. and Marin Island, Ireland does a, a terrific job. Um, there are a lot of very unusual characters, um, and she gives them a, a really a fantastic um, uh, performance, they all have their due, their little quirkiness, their weirdness, um, and it's an, an amazing uh, listening experience. Yeah, and, and this is definitely one of those books where listening to listening to someone, it's shocking how many different characters a single person can play. Um, I mentioned before we started recording, I'm finally listening to the second book in Tomi Adeyemi's uh, titles and her her series and it's bonnie turpin who you mentioned earlier she's the one doing the audiobook and it's the same thing like it blows my mind how many different voices not only that they can come up with and, and Marin does such an incredible job with this but how many they can sustain and like go back to it, it's right. just ah oh, that is a talent unto itself i'm always so blown away by that Yes, well, it, actually, if we go right on to the best male narrator, yes, go ahead. that we can say the same thing. The the winner of the 2020 Audi for best male narrator is Robert Bathurst, who is uh, the narrator of Louise Penny's mystery series. Um, and this one was, uh, this latest one is Kingdom uh, of the Blood, and um, of the Blind, sorry, Kingdom mm-hmm. of the Blind. Um and he has, I mean, this is a series that is in its 14th episode. So he has characters, there are characters that have been in every one of, uh, pretty much, uh, maybe not in every one, but in many of these, of these uh, stories uh, that are set in Quebec and with uh, Inspector Gamache. And... Um, they are they're funny, uh, quirky, and you know he just nails these characters. I was just gonna say I, these books are really fun and they're really funny, and I really really love Louise Penny's work in them. But I was a little salty because person my vote for this one would have gone to Nickel Boys, narrated by J.D. Jackson, which is just so good. Yes, I, that was my that was my pick. I, I yeah. not that I get a vote. <laughs> Well, you know, I was going to bring that up at the end because I was also JD Jackson was there at the at the at the uh, gala and I was really rooting for him because the Nickel Boys is such an outstanding uh it's just a spectacular book and the listening experience and it's you know, it's very uh, so totally different. And of course, it was a different kind of a performance, but the power in that mm-hmm. uh, the performance of of uh, the Nickel Boys was really 
moving and, uh, you know, extraordinary. But, you know, as a finalist for the Audis, that's a, that's a big accolade in itself. Oh, yeah, of course. I just, that was, again, that was my personal pick for one that I loved. And then actually speaking of another book that I love, we're going to go into the fantasy section now as well. I'll let you get to that one here. Uh, well, yes, that's that's interesting. This year, uh, the uh, fantasy Audi uh, was given to 10,000 Doors of January. And uh, <laughs> with January Lavoie mm-hmm. being the narrator, um, this is Alex Harrow's uh, fantasy. And uh, I, <laughs> we've, we've loved this <clears throat> since it came out. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was one of Audiophile's uh, best of the year um it was also nominated january was nominated for best female narrator for this ten thousand doors of january yeah uh, it's such a fun like incredible book it um this and the starless sea by aaron morgenstern were two not only of my favorite books of the year but my favorite audiobooks as well um yeah what january is able to do same thing with all the different voices and all of the different stuff going on in this it's just ah it's so good i love that so you guys you're actually your um the audio file review of it uh you know january's breathtaking narration shines uh in a fantasy in which the doors offer infinite possibilities for adventure like that's that's perfect like it is she's like a shining i just remember listening to this and just like having a smile on my face the whole time. It's such a fun book. Well, that is a great thing. That's a great recommendation for listeners, certainly. And then, okay, let's go to, um, we're going to do, we'll do fiction and nonfiction. So we'll start with uh, with fiction here first. Okay. So uh, Elizabeth Gilbert's uh, City of Girls. <clears throat> Excuse me. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Uh, City of Girls is uh, the winner of the fiction Audi, and it's narrated by Blair Brown. Uh, which and this is again a uh, an audio book that uh, the audio file has. We've had uh, we had it on our cover. Uh, we loved uh, just loved the performance um, that Blair Brown gave this this really quite engaging uh, fiction story of a uh, of a girl who who um, grows up in the 1940s in New York City, uh, and it's just. It's full of a lot of uh, humor and kind of wild and crazy times, um, and Blair Brown just does a beautiful job. So this is one of the books I actually haven't uh, listened to or read just yet, but I do love Blair Brown, um, so I just wanted to be... I, I didn't want to pretend as if I had lots to say about this one. I, I'm very... It's, it's a book that's been everywhere. I'm very, very excited to get to it, um, but yeah, Blair Brown, all the stuff that I've listened to them do is is fantastic um so we will we'll keep moving we'll go to uh to nonfiction here okay uh so in nonfiction, we have another uh book of history uh grace will lead us home um and this is uh the story of the um charleston um mother emmanuel church massacre mm-hmm. and uh it is uh a of, again, we have another very powerful book of history, but it's uh, read by Karen Chilton. And, you know, the professional narrator here makes all the difference because uh, 
um, you know, they get us uh, through and, you know, engage us so totally in the work. I think that um, listening to uh, history this way is, uh, is, you know, fantastic. Yeah, this, uh, again, this is one of those things where I, I think it's essential reading and essential listening just because this is one of those extremely unfortunate events that has happened in our country again unfortunately too often um but it's such a you know it's important to understand why these things happen and what happens not just in the moment but the aftermath as well just because with everything that happens in our country i feel like there's so much news going so fast that we never take time to look back at something and see what has gone on after the fact so yeah i was Really, really excited to see this one um, you know, be a win, you know, be a winner, and and I think it is so important. I hope more people will, will get to it because it it did win. And then, kind of keeping with history, there's also a, a history and biography uh, <laughs> award as well. <laughs> That's right. Um, as uh, we have American Moonshot uh, was the winner in the history biography, uh, category. And that's Douglas Brinkley's story, um, about, uh, the space race in general and really focuses on, uh, the lunar landing, which, um, we had the 50th anniversary Mm -hmm. of last year. Um, so this is a, you know, this is again, um, a, a piece of history that's, that is so beautifully illuminated and, humanized in a way um you know the characters all who are you know sometimes when you read uh, a text certainly in school i remember this you know sometimes you <laughs> read the text about historical event it just doesn't the people don't come alive mm-hmm. and i think that's one of the best things about listening to history is that you have great narrators this is stephen grable and um uh, you know uh, the people that are are profiled here are part of this uh, part of history, and the p- politicians and the astronauts. You know they they are real people. They they talk. They breathe. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so I will say I do I love Stephen Grable and I did like this book, but I I had a dog in this fight too. Admittedly, um, the first conspiracy I am pretty friendly with Brad Meltzer. He's been on our podcast, uh, like I think four or five times at this point. Um, and Scott Brick, who is the, the narrator, he is just phenomenal. So my pick was first conspiracy and for people who might not remember, um, it's this crazy true story about, you know, talking about bringing history to life. Uh, first conspiracy is this like the crazy true story of how there was an assassination attempt on George Washington's life. And it's a history story that, you know, like you said about reading text, as kids, I I read history pretty closely, but I don't remember hearing this story ever, and it was something that was so interesting. And yeah, Scott Brick being able to, you know, anything, he's just one of those names in in audiobooks where if you see his name on a book, you're like, oh, oh, this is going to be good. So that was, I was a little sad, but yeah, American Moonshot is fantastic, but I also, history lovers will also really enjoy the first conspiracy for sure. Yes. Well, I think I think that's a good thing to say, Adam, is that, you know, the finalists in this uh, competition are all worth um, having a look at and, and perhaps putting on a listener's uh, uh, list because they are all, you know, the, the whole uh, way that everything is, is judged on the way up, it's, you know, it's really the top notch by the time it gets to being a finalist. 
All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna test your um your pronunciation skills here with our our, mis- <laughs> our mystery winner. I'm gonna, I'm gonna see how you say his name. <laughs> okay, so the the uh, mystery Audi has been given to the chestnut man. You like that? That wasn't hard. That right? part was easy. But, yeah. <laughs> all right, I know, I know, it's coming. So uh, this is by the Danish author Søren Svet Svestrup. Uh, I think so. I was going to go Spacetrup as well. I think that's right. Yeah. So it's CERN Spacetrup. And uh, it is translated. Uh, but this is uh, Spacetrup is the uh, author of The Killing. He was involved. I'm not sure he's actually the author of the book, The Killing. But if you remember that mm-hmm. Netflix show. Um, but anyway, he writes a, a very uh, creepy <laughs> thriller here. This is mystery, and sometimes the mysteries are not not as scary as perhaps the thrillers, but this one is. This is um, uh, about a serial killer, and uh, it's it's uh, it's. I would say it reminds me a lot of uh, the Girl with the Dragon Tattoo series because it's quite complicated. It's very dark. Um, but this narrator, Peter Noble, is definitely someone to listen up for because he does a spectacular job on something, on a very complicated story. Um, and it basically has you from the very get-go on, uh, on the story. You know, his voice, you want to know what's going to happen. Um, so along those lines, that's one that I, I, I didn't read this year as well. So let's let's move on to uh, we'll, we'll, we have two other ones I want to talk about because then there's and we'll, the last one is also somebody who won a, a pretty major award for the whole night. So first we'll do um, short stories and collections here because they're actually uh, quite literally related. These last two. Absolutely, those are two. Um, so full throttle, which is Joe Hill's collection of short stories one in the short stories collection. And this is a, uh, something for horror, fantasy, thriller fans. Uh, there is a little of everything in this collection uh, with a terrific um, ensemble of narrators uh, who were uh, the, the narrators here. You've got uh, um, Kate Mulgrew, Will Wheaton, Zachary Kinto, Neil Gaiman reads one of the stories, uh, Stephen Lang. I mean, uh, it's, it's uh, some of the top voices and very interesting voices. The stories are quite different, and they'll, keep, they'll all keep you up at night, as far as I can tell. Everyone <laughs> I've listened to. <laughs> yeah, these are so good, and I know, I remember we spent a lot of time talking about this one um, in our best of 2019, just because... Right. All of the people, like you just mentioned, that are, that are in it and the stories are so fantastic. So um, if people didn't hear us listen to that, they can go back and listen to our Best Audiobooks of 2019 award or, uh, episode because, yeah, this, this is a ton of fun, this collection of titles. And we mentioned Joe Hill, who is the son of Stephen King, who his book was the winner for uh, Thriller and Suspense, which I will let you kind of round out our uh, collection here. Right. So uh, another newest Stephen King uh, thriller called The Institute uh, was uh, got the Audi for in the thriller category and this is um, read by Santino Fontana 
and that he is not a uh, a narrator uh, that I know very well, but uh, he has done other uh, Stephen King titles, and he was just spectacular in this. I have to say. Yeah, and this was, I know this was one of Jill's favorite books of the year, being a massive Stephen King fan. Um, And do you want to talk a little bit about Stephen King also won something else pretty major in this? Yes, well, it was very nice because um, Joe Joe King, uh, Joe Joe, (laughs) Joe Hill Mm -hmm. uh, was, um, obviously has just, had just gotten the uh, award for Full Throttle. And then he gave and a very nice introduction and tribute to his father, Stephen King, uh, for a Lifetime Achievement Award, which was given by the Audio Publishers Association to uh, to Stephen King. Yeah, and that's I, I love that that the you know that they have these Lifetime Achievement Awards. It's such a cool thing. And there's just like you said, there's so many people in the publishing world that spend a lot of years dedicating their life to all of this. Um, and it's, it's awesome to see them honored. I do want to tell everybody, so I'll have all of the books linked in our show notes that we talk about here today, but if people want to see all of the winners, you can go to audiophilemagazine.com. You guys have a awesome collection of all of the Audi winners and you have all of the finalists and you also have, um, true to form. You also have some (laughs) samples for all of the titles as well. So want to make sure people go check those out. Right, so you can, and it's actually theaudies.com. You can come right in through that. That's easy to remember. And we do, we have uh, sound samples of all of the finalists and the winners. Um, so, you know, if, there's, if, you're, if you're wishing that maybe one of your favorites didn't win, you can, you can check that one out, too. <laughs> oh, man, that's fantastic. So uh, were there any books that you really enjoyed the, kind of throughout the past year that, that didn't win that you just want to kind of shine a light on briefly here? Well, I think we talked we talked about the Nickel Boys, mm-hmm. um, and we talked about Becoming, and I, you know, I sort of thought that perhaps Becoming could have won the uh, audiobook of the year. In fact, pretty much anything that was a finalist there, um, the Testaments, Charlotte's Web, there were a lot of really terrific uh, nominees mm-hmm. um, were great. The uh, in the mystery category, I think we talked about this before, but the Australian uh, author Jane Harper's book, uh, The Lost Man, mm-hmm. is probably one of the best mysteries that I had listened to in the last year that I really loved. Um, and then I think I'd love to just mention the fact that in the original work category, um, the collection of Nevertheless, We Persisted, Me Too, Mm. was quite a spectacular um, work uh, because it was um, compiled and written and edited uh, by, I think, dozens of um, authors and narrators, and then an equal number of narrators uh, read uh, the the uh, selections, and I think that you know there was a lot of heart, a great deal of love and commitment that went into that production. So it's it's really something to check out. Um, I I I will say I could see in the 
near future with like how popular obviously podcasts are and then and audiobooks as well and people loving and rediscovering spoken word stuff i could i could envision a world where there's more and more uh, original work type content created specifically for audiobooks or maybe there isn't a traditionally printed version of it either i know that um amazon does a lot of that type of stuff and uh we don't talk a ton about them here for obvious reasons but um i could see a lot more content being created specifically for audio because of all the popularity and the availability availability of all the new um you know new tools available to creators I think that's right. I think that's right, Adam. And it's interesting because one of the things um, that Stephen King was given credit for as a pioneer and an advocate for the audiobook industry for, you know, 30 years is that he uh, wrote, and I'm not, I don't have the date exactly, but he wrote a story which was first produced uh, in audio before it was ever in print. And he made a big deal about it. Um, and it was, you know, this is, he wrote it thinking that the, the first step for this story was going to be as an audiobook. Oh, that's so cool. That is amazing. Well, Robin, you are a bit sleep deprived and you were so awesome that you were able to come on and, and do this for, for us, uh, so quickly after the event itself. Again, just as a reminder for people, if you go to Audiophile Magazine, um, you can see our audiophilemagazine.com rather you can always not only just for the audience but you can see incredible reviews that uh, Robin and Michelle and your whole team put together and do you want to remind people about your guys uh, daily podcast as well because I listen to that every day uh, you do well <laughs> yes and we're talking about the audience this week we have a daily podcast called behind the mic with audiophile magazine and it's now on LitHub Radio, which is a fun uh, platform. We're finding lots of new uh, listeners and readers. Um, and we just, it's a very short podcast, just five minutes each day. Um, we talk about one book uh, and uh, give a little sound sample, have a little conversation, and then, uh, you know, on to the next. Mm-hmm. And also, we also have occasionally probably only about once a month, we have an extended uh, episode with an interview um, of some really great people. And our most recent one uh, was uh, an interview with uh, Jim Dale of Harry Potter fame. So you definitely, if you didn't listen to that, you better go back and check it out because he's pretty, he's pretty spectacular. Yeah, that is one of the very, that's like one of the the people on my shortlist now that I, that I know I would have trouble focusing on giving, doing a proper interview. Yeah, that, that's amazing. Um, so I, I know that people love hearing from you, so we will not be waiting until December to bring you back. We'll, we'll figure out a more frequent schedule when um, maybe things aren't as crazy for you. But seriously, as always, Robin, you're so much fun to bring on. I love talking to you about nerding about audiobooks. So thank you for joining me today. Thank you so much, Adam. I've enjoyed it too. Readers can sample and borrow the titles mentioned in today's episode from Overdrive.com, and our library friends can purchase these titles in Marketplace. Professional Book Nerds is proud to be an Evergreen Podcast signature program. To learn about other Evergreen podcasts, visit evergreenpodcasts.com. Our podcast is produced, recorded, and edited by Adam Sokol and Jill Grunewald and presented by Rakuten Overdrive. For more information, visit professionalbooknerds.com.
Bonjour. This is Fabulously Delicious, the French food podcast. I'm Andrew Pryor, and every week I bring you the wonderful and fabulous people involved in French food, whether they're here in France like me or from around the world. Each week, we dive into a specific topic, be it a French dish, an ingredient, or a French cuisine cooking technique. My guests are all about French food. So, come join me on Fabulously Delicious, the French food podcast. Bon app.